2: found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on
0: v
1: the Sports Betting Network.
0: Way back. It's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Once again, from the uh, South Point, which is hopping night, Friday night. You can't find a parking spot out there. No way. No how. Got to go to the garage. I'm telling you right now. Did you have to valet. I did have to valet. Couldn't find one. Well, of course, I've had like a streak of a DiMaggio-like streak.
1: It, it, I was going to say, you you deserved, yeah. you deserved to have to Valette today. I had to As pure as you've run for yeah. the last two months. Yeah. Nothing's anything wrong with Valette. No, no. It's
2: just he he runs so pure at the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. he's He's been real lucky.
0: They see me come and they're like, oh, get out of the way.
2: Let's he's got this. that truck that's been taking the up two truck. spots. <laughs> there is a truck. We should, can we mention the truck? This Let's guy. mention
0: the truck. Go ahead.
2: Seriously. I'm He's still out there, this guy.
1: This truck, this parking lot, as, as Gilman, this, this this place is hot. It has been for like a month. There's always stuff going on here. They've got rodeos and conventions and things and all this stuff like that. Parking lot's always full. This guy does not do the parking you know, Like You know, you get angry when someone kind of parks like on the line, yeah. especially whenever you're like, no, no. This is full on wheels of the car in the other lane, on the other side of the line, in the middle of a crowded, can't find a parking spot parking
0: lot. (laughs) For society to run properly, there has to be a tacit agreement that we're all going to stay
1: between the lines. Nope, not him. I've never been compelled to write a note and leave it on a windshield. I was going to. And much to my happiness, there were already two notes on this windshield. I love that who that's had already notes <laughs> and it. On this windshield.
0: And by the way, my man I couldn't care less because he's, yeah. uh, he's doing whatever he's doing still.
1: So I didn't have to do it. It was pretty great. I was it, feeling pretty good about
2: I it. I like it. You said it yesterday. like, it would take me so much to write a note and put it on someone's windshield. But yeah, that, that would get me there. And two other people had already done it. <laughs> that's totally- the uh Ryan Hyatt
1: has a really good question. Oh, here. what's Ryan Hyatt's question? Thank you, Ryan. For the newcomer to sports betting, what would you tell them is the most important thing to understand before betting? He said, before establishing a bankroll, what must they know, avoid, and adhere to? And Gil, you and I used to do a program together. Yes. And um, we would say this all the time with a guy who was making the lines and all that. He had to put up all the games. We don't have to bet them. Yep. And I think that too many times there are a lot of people who feel like. That that become, you know, for lack of a better term, like it's whatever action junkies. Like, just feel like they got to have action going, and they want to bet this and that and all over the place. And you just want to start spreading things out all over. The, and I think that's the quickest way you can kind of get into bad habits and build your, you know, really and truly get yourself into a bind right from the get go with your bankroll. Because if you're spreading things out with stuff that you're not convic- that they have no conviction in, just because you want to get action going and stuff like that, then I think that's a, a pretty bad.
0: Habit I think right that's a hundred percent the right answer. I think there's one even before. So that's, that yeah. assumes that they've already seen the sports book mm-hmm. and all the lines of all the different sports. Before they even get there, like before you ever log into an account or go to a sports book, whatever, what I would say to them, okay, I know you've been a lifelong sports fan. So I know you think, well, the sport that you love the most is going to be the one that you're most successful at betting. I'm just here to tell you that that's probably not going to be true. And so before you lay a single bit of everything, just know that if, you're, if football is your greatest love, which it was for me, which it was for all of us, most of us Americans who grew up in this country, nothing was more... Beautiful than the first time I laid on the sport of football. It just doesn't mean you're going to be the best at it betting. That to me is also like the single most fundamental thing you have to tell people.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that one probably doesn't get said enough. That, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think the, the both of them. The book has to post everything. You don't need to put, bet everything. That is absolutely what you need. What you need to understand. But Gil, you're right. I don't know, like what. I, I would assume, even especially in this day and age, where we've got more and more betters more rapidly joining sports betting, that yeah, it's the hey, I love the NFL, I watch the NFL, I know it better than any sport, I should be able to win betting at it more than any sport. Doesn't really work that way. Not really usually. Doesn't.
1: Not usually. Not usually. And the the only the only other thing too, and this is not just a plug because it's kind of what we do here on, on this program or anything, but honestly. In-game betting with the with the new apps that, that are available across the country. I mean, they're so good. The apps are so fast. And yeah, I mean, every now and then there'll be some glitches and stuff. But by and large, you know, I mean, it, it's it is the and the and the menus available for the stuff now is just I mean, I'm not kidding you. Like from even five years ago, it is oh. n- night and day. I mean, it is like it's a whole new world out there. So taking advantage and like really getting to know the apps and getting to know the menus and getting to know the different things like that. Because again, there's there's so much stuff available out there that, and Kelly, you find it all the time. Sometimes it'll be like, uh, if you bet it here, even though it's the exact same bet, it's just worded differently. Right, you're getting yeah. a better number than over here and things. So it's like just,
2: you know, being sure that you're, you're aware of all those different like ways that you Lions can bet you. first win market yeah. last week. Yeah. It's like, well, this isn't the same as what the money line yeah. would be. So you should bet this. Yeah.
0: I had one of those today on the Djokovic match. Djokovic minus one and a half sets or Djokovic winning it two to nothing. Exactly. Totally different line. <laughs>
2: totally different odds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Man. I mean, just to, not totally different, yeah, but different, yeah. right? Yeah. Great
2: lessons. I hope our yeah. director of Dakota soaked them all in.
0: Ryan Hyatt, days. you've done it again. Thank you, you sir. You said it. You hope your director of Dakota, Dakota sucked them.
2: Dakota, you don't have to bet everything on the board, brother. You don't have to do
0: it. <laughs> it's not necessary, Dakota. <laughs> They'll still take one bet. By the way, Brooklyn Nets now lead the magic. They have completely erased that lead and taken uh, They were down like 19 at one point. And now lead by three. Would you we do an update here, Kelly, or do we already do an update recently? I can't even remember. Yeah, anymore. we just
2: did one recently, but uh, yeah, we'll go through NBA quick. Hornets up on the Pacers, one hundred to eighty-seven. Ten and a half minutes left in the fourth. Uh, Warriors up on the Pistons, ninety-three to eighty-five. Lakers, Celtics third quarter just getting started. Uh, Lakers still up, sixty-one to sixty. Uh, you said nets come all the way back and then at the half the bucks lead the thunder 58 to 47 and the clippers all over the pelicans at the half 55 43
0: dr bob bob stole on wazoo tonight in college football if you it's a little more than 14 at 14 he loved it at 15
1: well, still likes it a little two records set in october uh pennsylvania 776 million Jeez. in handle and over in jersey 1. 3 billion man wow. Two two records set in uh in october here in 2021 1.3 billion in the month of october 31 days michigan also set a record with over 500 million in michigan as well <sighs>
0: that thing you see in the rearview mirrors in nevada
1: yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes
0: mm. Sunday night. Sorry, meant to meant to
1: think that, not say it. Steelers at Chargers. This is probably the game for whatever reason I've spoken least of all week. Well, and and with this, I mean, it's, so T.J. Watt's out, Joe Hayden is out, and then Kevin Dodson, who's their left guard, is out. So like, so three starters for the Steelers are out. Then you go over the Chargers side of things. Joey Bosa's out. Jerry Tillery is out. Drew Tranquil is out. So there's three starters that are out. On the Chargers, uh, Linval Joseph is doubtful, so it basically means four starters out for the Chargers. And then you've got corner Michael Davis, defensive tackle Justin Jones, both listed as questionable, and then a the weird questionable tag on Justin Herbert, but he was a full participant today, so I don't know. That maybe is just a hmm. a deal that they kind of did to, to, to cover up you know something. Maybe he has some sort of weird illness or something they didn't talk about. But um, so, yeah, I mean, it's like the injury bowl this week, you know, and then we don't know if Ben Roethlisberger is going to play or not because now they're saying that he he was preparing as if he were going to play and all this. And so, he, so he was he unvaccinated? We still don't
0: know if he was still, vaccinated. No, 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 no one so said, no said anything. No one said anything. Yeah. Do You get the sense that the rate of unvaccinated players is
1: higher than the rate of unvaccinated I, population. Well, I, th- I certainly think that is much higher than maybe a lot of the teams and stuff. Let yeah. On.
2: Well, I think he is vaccinated because all he has to do is pass two tests before that deadline tomorrow. Whereas Rogers was like a completely separate story, right? It was the remember he had to ramp up f- like from the physical test. So he's just of, not
0: he's just not getting negatives. Is that I, I guess find? so. Yeah, yeah, he's just
2: not hmm. yeah getting negative okay. tests yet.
0: If not Mason Rudolph with Dwayne Haskins as the backup.
2: Yeah.
1: So I mean, you know, look, this thing has rocketed up. You know, this was this number was sitting four and a half. It went all the way up to six and a half. Then you get this injury news from the Chargers side of things. It's six here at South Points, five and a half at DraftKings, five and a half at a couple of other books out there. It is six at, at you know the MGM's points, bets, and, and stuff like that, rivers of the world. But it is uh come back down a little bit because of the Chargers injury report. I mean, like they've got a lot of guys out as well. I mean, I, I don't know why you would choose to play this one if you didn't really have to. I mean, if you got the very best of the Chargers number at the very beginning and you got it at like four or four and a half or something, you know, good on you. But now this thing has moved and now we get this injury report where we don't really know we don't really know who's gonna play quarterback for the for the Steelers and all these starters out for at least four for the Chargers, maybe more. By the time everything's all said and done, I just can't find any sort of angle, any sort of any sort of way that I can get involved. The the
2: only thing I did, I did, I did do something with it that today was just when that Ravens, when the bears injury news started to come out and that Ravens number started to run, I tied them into a money line Mm -hmm. parlay with the chargers. So I did just a money line parlay with the Ravens and chargers. And it was just really to try to get the best of that Ravens number at the time. Uh, But smaller play for me this week, (laughs) but I do think, Chargers money line, I'm, I'm okay with playing. There's no, no way I can lay six points.
1: This total is still sitting at 47 at some places. If, if it's Mason Rudolph...
2: Yeah, that feels high.
1: You know, I understand there's some guys missing on the defensive side of the ball for the Chargers, and I understand they can't stop the run, and you do have Najee Harris on the Steelers' side, but... If that's the case, I mean it's still going to be a run heavy approach. It still keeps the clock running. It's still whatever. You're not going to be successful every time running the, like running the ball like with a huge amount of success and stuff. So I don't know. That might be a might be a 90 minute before game time look for me whenever we figure out whether Ben's going to go or not, but that's about it. Like may, maybe you could find me on an under in this thing.
0: All right. Monday night is the Giants and the and the uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I guess we'll talk about that more on Monday. But, but we are
2: all on the Giants,
0: right? We all are on the Giants. I think our our circus selections, <laughs> I think I kind of know what, like, three of them are going to be. I have a feeling.
2: Maybe. You threw Maybe. A wrench into it a little bit. I
0: did? Yeah. Oh, did I? Matt and I matched on
2: four of our five
0: picks. Ooh. How many did I match with you on? Two. Oh, wow. You guys are sharing so we, a yeah, we brain. We got some deciding. Today. You guys are sharing a brain. <laughs> Shared a brain on the Rams. Sharon Brains. How'd that work? How'd that work out? Boston by five, Warriors by 14. We'll come back. We will look through, we will do it next. Our circa million three contest elections. If we all match, it's a pick. If two of us match, unless someone wants to veto, then it's a pick too. Next,
3: Beaston's Primetime Action. Primetime action with Gil Alexander and
0: Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network. All right, back on primetime action. Gil, Matt, and Kelly, glad you could join us. So all of that, going through the injury report, um, is designed to make you a smarter, better for your week 11 bets in the National Football League. Well, now that we've gone all through that, every week what we do for our circa million three primetime action entry is submit five picks. Each of us does it on our own to Kelly. Kelly culls them together. If we match, if all three of us match, it is a pick. If two of us match, uh, the third person can veto it if they feel strongly enough about it. Or they can just have a spirited discussion about it. Or you just let it go through because two people like it. And then the rest of them are de- debated, quite frankly. We do have ram it throughs. By the way, congratulations on your ram well, I'm it the first
1: only ram it through. I got it home. I'm one for one, which means I retained. No, I didn't get. No, that's not true. I still only have one left. We didn't do the whole I get to.
2: I, I, still, th- I, I thought we were doing t- that, no? I don't even know. I so think we said rules. no on
1: that.
0: So many rules on this show. I don't know. So I many. know that
1: we did the if <laughs> you're <laughs> unsuccessful, you lose your second. Yes.
0: <laughs> you lose your second if you're unsuccessful.
1: And but what was I don't it? think we did I, I don't get an extra one. You had who last week? Dolphins? Yeah, that's yeah, you're probably right. It should go that way. Right? Yeah. No, the two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Actually, Dolphin's. you know yeah. what
2: though? I think you should get you know so many rules, I'm adding another one. No. You should get it back if you replaced a losing bet with a winning bet, which you did.
0: Okay. I like that he replaced Cincinnati. Right? So yeah. I have two
1: I still have two ram it
0: You still have you two
2: ramit throughs. And the Dolphins right.
0: just to clarify, the Dolphins what? beat who that week?
1: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Gil. Check on that.
0: It's amazing how we can't oh, remember geez. two weeks ago. Let's see. Yeah,
2: this was two or three weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Well that long ago.
0: Well, it wasn't Dolphins over Baltimore. It wasn't it's Thursday night. Not yelled from downstairs either. No Nobody,
2: nobody's looking it up.
0: Oh, it was the Dolphins beating the Texans with Jacoby Brissett. That's
2: Bursette. what yeah. it was. There we yep. go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 17-5 turnovers, and he still got it yeah, through. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah
0: Just yeah. like you scripted it.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Played out exactly like we
0: thought. All right, Kelly, you do the honors because you're the one who gets them together.
1: Yep.
2: Unanimous. Washington. And the New York football Giants. Poop-poop platter. Like everybody would have thought. Yep. Um, and then two votes. Matt and I were both on the Bengals and the Ravens. Ravens at that much shorter number than what's out there right now with the, uh, what, six and a half, seven? Have we seen seven pop yet? Um, and then one votes. Browns for me. Dolphins for Matt, I believe. Right? Yeah. Dolphins for Matt. And Those
0: last three are all
2: mine. Last three are all Gil. Texans, Texans Vikings, Vikings, Cowboys. Cowboys.
0: Listen.
1: I love the Texans with the points, and I'm the biggest Titans guy there is. With that injury report that came out today, that they are going to be even more shorthanded, Yeah, like even more than we thought. I mean, it's, it, is certainly, it is certainly a uh,
0: The Vikings is a, I don't trust tempting. Aaron Rodgers toe thing. Yeah. And the Cowboys, I'm with Adam Levitan. I just think they're a better football team than the Chiefs every which way. But now the Bengals, I won't. I won't challenge the Bengals one because I know Matt would have used a ram it through on that one. You like that one a lot,
1: right? Uh, 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 now that I got an extra one for sure. <laughs> so, so uh, <laughs> Bengals. I'm, armed with, I'm I'm armed and dangerous over here.
0: Bengals for sure. Uh, Ravens. The the contest line is four and a half, so that's a favorable contest line if we want to take the Ravens. Um, Ravens at the Bears, and now the Bears have those injuries. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dispute that one either.
2: Yeah, I, f- I figured those yeah. those four would probably go through.
0: Yeah, because uh, Khalil Mack out now and, and Akeem Nix as well. So yeah, f- at four and a half you almost have to. So I have no problem with that. Now, the on one the vote. fifth one, on the fifth one, I don't like your Browns and Dolphins all that much, but they're no they're no worse than mine are. I mean, this is always the thing with the fifth, right? This is the thing with contests. You got to come up with five games.
2: It's it's brutal. And the way I look at it, I'm like, if, if it wasn't going with mine, I'd rather go with one of the bottom two because I at least have them tied into teasers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: let's just, we'll run through here. I, okay, so we're getting we're getting current value on the Browns. That's 12, 12 and a half. We're getting current value on the Dolphins. That's moved to three and a half. We're getting value on the Texans because, well, it's the same number, but it, there is one nine and a half out there at MGM right now. So... That has at least moved in favor of the number that we have as well. Vikings, as we currently sit, that is also a half point better. So Vikings are only one point dogs now as opposed to one and a half. Cowboys number is the same. So four of the five up there, too, we're getting a better number than is currently being dealt. On four of the five, four of the five one voters. So can't even we, we can't even like really narrow it down just from that. I, I will tell you that the Cowboys is the one that I if' you're, if
0: you're asking me in a blink to pick one, I would pick the Cowboys just because I do think the Cowboys could blow the chiefs off the field. I think there is a scenario, and there is not a scenario for any of the well, maybe the browns, maybe. But the Dolphins, Texans and Vikings, I'm not su- I'm not sure we have that option in any of those three games. But I'm not. I listen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make Custer's last stand on any of these. Mm, I don't feel that strongly about it over yours. So, Kelly, if
1: you had to pick one that wasn't yours,
0: oh, let's do that exercise.
1: I was. I was gonna say rank them
2: one, two. So, if you had to pick one of one of okay, the one I, votes that wasn't yours, one that wasn't mine, it w- it would it would be Cowboys. Well, then that's then that should probably. I mean that's.
0: As the guy who had the Niners on the money line and against the spread on Monday, shouldn't I get one on here?
2: I mean, you always have the option to ram whatever through. Yeah, I mean, you have the option. Shouldn't
0: I ram it through while saying?
2: I had the Niners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, I mean, you can do you, that, you that, have, that. You have the <laughs> option to get one in. Like, this is what
1: we've
3: we've. I'd
0: like we've to put do it by. Things. I'd like to do it by gentlemanly debate.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, you're just trying <laughs> to get
2: one of your. your, your yeah. Without
0: We're not
1: giving you, you a freebie here, here if it. you've got, you've still got two, two in your pocket. What over do you?
0: There. So let me ask you the same question. What do you like the best that's not yours?
1: Okay, so if I had to pick one that wasn't mine, I've narrowed it down to the Browns and the Texans, and. Um, either one of those would be perfectly fine with me. So he, he, the the Lions again, though the maybe they're maybe they're better without Jared. Goff. I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, like I they maybe are. they're not worse without Jared Goff. You know, I mean, maybe maybe they're maybe they're not. Or at the very least, maybe it's just a push, right? Maybe it's just they're not any worse. Um, and then again, with the, with the Texans deal is, I mean, this Titans thing is. It's kind of laughable, really, at this point. I mean, all three starting linebackers are out for the Titans to go along with Derrick Henry and Julio Jones. That's why I picked them. And I mean, it's just a tight end Jeff Swaim is out. Running back Jeremy McNichols is out. Offensive guard Nick, Nate Davis is out. I mean, like th- these guys are all out. Uh, Janoris Jenkins is questionable. I mean, I think that there's there's a lot. I think. On, the, uh, on the, the Texans side to like. How are the Chiefs stopping the Cowboys, though? Seriously. Cowboys can put up however many they want on them. Well, so I would almost like flip it back, though, to maybe it's like a Rams situation that we saw this past week, right? It's where you take an integral part of the offense out of the equation, and even though you add in another piece so you take out Robert Woods, you add in Odell Beckham, you take out Amari Cooper, you add in Michael Gallup. That maybe they don't run as smoothly,
2: at least right off of the bat. Well, what I'm hearing right. is that the Vikings and the Dolphins are out. I think I, I think I got figure it figured out. Yeah, I think that it's after we just did the exercise of what Matt and I would do. I think you have to pick between the Texans and the, and the Cowboys,
0: which are two of mine.
2: Right. Oh, okay. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because you you said See? you would go with Texans. I said I'd go with Cowboys. Let's we'll let Gil decide. I got it done in
0: a
1: gentlemanly
2: way. That's right, you did. Well, well, I said Browns or, I
1: said Browns or the Texans. That that would put two votes on the Browns as well. See, so there you go. Your your little your little thing your little exercise doesn't work that way. It doesn't not work out. Ram it through. By the
0: way, here's here's why. Of course, I didn't live bet Golden State or pre flop them. I'm so happy now. Golden State
1: by three with less than a
0: minute oh, left.
2: Oh man. With the ball, though. Yeah, see, Matt, you, sh- you should have just, you should have gone. Guess who should, doesn't,
1: I you, bet you who doesn't have any points.
2: Two points still.
1: <laughs> Maybe, you think Steve Curl sub him in for
2: instant offense now?
1: Five points and he has two of
2: them. <laughs> Talking about Kevon Looney.
1: He's a starter. Oh, uh,
2: man. At least I, he hadn't missed any more shots. I remember playing an over on his point prop, like, in the playoffs. I don't even know how many years ago and the same thing happened.
1: One it, for six. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, Gil. We're going with the Texans. Texans. All right.
0: There Texans it is. Plus 10. Those 10. I mean, those are my three picks on the Megapod. We're Washington, the Giants, and the Texans. So, I'm going to be
1: consistent. That's how I'm deciding it.
0: That makes I'm, sense. Those are my three that Megapod picks.
1: That's what we're going with here. Texans. Washington plus 3.5. Giants plus 11. Bengals minus 1. Ravens minus 4.5. And the Texans plus 10. Poop, poop, ladder
0: watch we'll go 5 and 0 oh now with these teams. Have I, you had a have you had a on your personal one? Have you had a 4 and 1 this year? Mm-hmm. I have not. I've Not had, a single four
1: and one. Well, that first few weeks I had a I had a couple five and oh's. Oh you hey, did? Yeah. Oh no, wow.
2: I was in the top three hundred yeah, for he had, like the he first had, little uh, while and it me. spiraling rapidly out of control. parted <laughs> me. Yeah, but, you had a hot you had a hot beginning of a quarter yeah. and I had a hot beginning of a quarter.
0: Pistons yeah. with the ball and a chance to cut it to one or tie the game. Uh six second difference between the play clock and the shot clock. They're down one oh five to one oh two. The
1: Pistons call timeout as we go to break
0: wow this got tight still no Cavon Ludi
1: on the court though for your purposes yeah I mean he can't even he can't make a four pointer a three will tie it for the Pistons wow overtime coming back
0: Chris Felika will talk some college football next on Prime primetime action At prime primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network. Celebrate everyday MVPs by playing in the Fantasy Football MVP Challenge. Play free in this five-part contest series. It compete for a share of $50,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash MVP Challenge now to get in on the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Visa and its client financial institutions have not sponsored for offer this promotion in any way way. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. It's primetime Oof. action. What, what's going on?
1: That's 345000 Bolivian Bolivano.
0: Oh, the $50,000 yeah. prize? Yeah. Bolivano? Bolivian Bolivano. Bolivian Bolivano. I'm going to guess that's named after Simon Bolivar. That's my guess. A little history for you. How about that? I might be wrong, though.
1: 345000 of them, though.
0: Ladies and gentlemen from a luxurious hotel room somewhere in Columbus, Ohio. It's the Bear ESPN's Chris Felica. How are you doing, Chris?
3: I'm, I'm okay. Can you convert that to Rand for me, please?
1: Rand. What, 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 what kind of currency is that? What? South African, South
3: African <laughs> South Rand. South
1: African Rand. Oh, yeah. We got that on. We got that on. Come on, Matt.
2: Oh,
1: I had not made it that far down the thing yet, guys.
0: Chris, he can
3: he can name every.
1: 785,275 South African Rand.
3: Or are we still looking at around 11 to 1 on the exchange rate? Sure.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, that no, is it is about <laughs> no, it's a little less actually <laughs> they
3: okay, go yeah. I, I can remember uh, in two thousand ten when I was there for World Cup, uh, myself and a couple of buddies of mine went to uh, Monte Casino uh, outside of uh, Johannesburg, and we basically we, when you have no idea really what the exchange rate is and you're you're not really doing the math in your head and you're just throwing chips out there on the yeah. on the blackjack table. And then you wind up winning a lot, and you're like, wow, I won that much money? That was a very fun night, by the way.
0: Was that a Paul Carr, the subject of a Paul Carr, Chris Felica story? That was story? A, Paul, I heard yes. the subject of a
3: Paul Carr, Chris Felica story. Yes.
0: <laughs> Paul Carr with great ESPN stories from back in the day. All right, I know we talked about this a little this morning, you and I, but I just mm-hmm. want to get it on, on record for the primetime action audience. Uh, one thing about the college football playoff rankings, if Alabama loses a second game, let's say it's even three points to Georgia in the SEC championship, tight game down the stretch. Do you believe they're still going to be in the playoffs?
3: No, no, I, I don't. I don't think they w- will be. Could it happen? Yes, because uh, one thing we've learned from that, the college football playoff selection committee is they like the ambu- uh, ambiguity of the uh, this election process, they, they, they keep it that way because they can kind of mold uh, the, the, the verdict to whatever they want the their their opinions and then the criteria to state. I don't think personally they would put them in because that would mean that you'd be getting a 1-4 rematch with Georgia and Alabama in a semifinal. I don't think uh, they would do that, but I, I wouldn't rule anything out. I think the only way a true loss Alabama gets in is if the Crimson Tide lose to Auburn beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, then I think a two loss Alabama would be in. Oh, so it's the order of events
0: and who they beat. I think so. Gotcha.
3: I, I, well, not necessarily the order. Who they beat, yeah. The committee has the idiotic mentality of got to be a co- conference, to conference championship means you're better than you. Like, Like this is, we've gone back and forth, forth with this. we have actually had a discussion, Kirk and I, like, uh, like the best versus most deserving thing. Yeah. Like we, we get it. Like Alabama is one of the best four teams in the country. Even if they had two losses, they would be one of the best four teams uh, in the country. But are they really deserving? Like, we've seen the committee for uh, its history err on the side of more deserving. In in 2016, Penn State was better than Washington, but they put Washington in because they were more deserving. 2018, Georgia lost that great game in the SEC championship game to Alabama, but they put Oklahoma in because they were more deserving. So we've seen the committee go with the more deserving, and that's why I I, kind of think Alabama has to win the SEC championship in order to get in.
1: Let's talk about the game where you are, Chris. Uh, this is anywhere from 18 and a half all the way to 20. So we've seen some 20s pop now in favor of Ohio State, a total of 68 and a half. We know that this is kind of a de facto elimination game here. So what is the two-prong two, two question here. One, what is the level of upset factor for Ohio State? And then once we get past that, is... You know, twenty points because again, there's there's a twenty out there. It is twenty too much in this game. I, I think the
3: upset level from one being zero, being zero percent chance to ten, like certain chance it's probably around three i would think uh, i don't think michigan state can get very many stops in this game so i, I think ohio state's gonna put up, put up a lot of points like the one get play i would make in this game would be looking for an ohio state team total over it's probably around 42 or so is what i would think it would be based on the point spread and the, and the total in this game um you got the number one offensive efficiency team in the country uh, going against the worst pass defense in the country uh, I think all the contract news this week with Mel Tucker, I think a lot of coaches around the, the country and certainly the Big Ten have kind of taken notice, like, hmm, we're going to pay him $95 million, a guy who is whatever he is as a, as a head coach because he happened to pull a couple games out against Indiana and Miami and Nebraska and Michigan. Hmm, I've, 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 hmm. interesting here. So it wouldn't surprise me that if Ohio State gets the opportunity tomorrow to put a couple extra ones on the board that, that, that they might.
0: All right, let's see if we can't eliminate some teams this week. Uh, Cincinnati and SMU. Cincinnati, undefeated, but they have definitely looked uh, suspect, let's call it, in some of their wins. Tulsa, Tulane, they have had some duds, but they've gotten the W, um, which is all that really ultimately matters to those of us, to to those who are not in the betting world, of course. Now it's SMU. This was the one we kind of had scheduled um, not not scheduled, but this is the one we kind of circled on the schedule a long time ago, uh, where we're like, okay, this is a team that could beat Cincinnati because that offense is great. What do you think about this? Cincinnati is favored by 10.
3: Uh, last week, I thought was a week where Cincinnati would kind of get their act together and put forth the complete effort and blow a really bad South Florida team. At. And there they were. It was a 38-28 game in the fourth quarter before uh, a later interception. It was able to tack on that extra seven, but I'd be careful here with SMU tomorrow. Uh, there, there are a whole bunch of rumors out there about Sonny Dykes maybe leaving and going to TCU. Uh, this number has come down, so I think people are expecting a close game, expecting SMU to be able to move the ball. I, I don't know. It would be a, if I had to play the game, I would lay the points with Cincinnati, but uh, ultimately it's not one of the, my stronger plays of the week.
1: We've got Oregon on the road at Utah. We know as of right now, Oregon is in. Um, that being said, they find themselves as about three-point underdogs on the road, total about 59 in this one, Chris. Do you think that Oregon, whenever we're talking about the, the uh, college football playoff next week, is still in that top four?
3: I, I do. I feel like I'm on a little bit of an island here. I know myself. I know uh, Jeff Schwartz and I know Big Cat. Are uh, all on Oregon here, and I kind of I kind of feel good about that. Uh, I think it's a really good matchup for Oregon in the, in this game. I think uh, up front on the line of scrimmage, the Oregon offensive line uh, against the Utah defensive line. I I love the way uh, they've been running the ball with Travis Dye and the quarterback uh, run game uh, with Anthony Brown. And on the other side of the ball, I think they have uh, guys with Dibido obviously can get after the the, the quarterback and uh, players like Noah Sewell who who can dominate the. Uh, uh, the interior as well. Like I, I like Oregon in this game and uh, Utah is getting a, uh, a lot of love this week and maybe they will pull the, uh, uh, the, the home upset. Well, not the home upset, but they're going to start Maybe they will win the game, but, but I'm going to, uh, I'm going to ride with the ducks here. All right, Chris, what are your favorite bets of the week? then? Uh, I, I like Colorado getting the six and a half. I think there might've been a seven out there as well uh, at home against Washington. Uh, I think you look at Washington two weeks ago, Uh, beaten by its arch-rival on their home field. Uh, Last week had Arizona State down double digits in the fourth quarter and and completely fell apart. Uh, The coaching situation there, uh, which is, I think, problematic. Uh, And now you're going on the road to a team that just sounds like someone who you're absolutely not going to be able to get up for to play. Uh, Colorado has beaten Oregon State in the last couple weeks. They played a pretty good half uh, last week against UCLA as well. I like the Buffaloes to uh, uh, to get the win there. Um, to at least cover it and potentially uh, win that game outright. I also like a game way off the grid. Uh, South Alabama getting around 28 uh, against Tennessee. Uh, the Jaguars have been in most games this year. Granted, it has been against inferior competition. But I think you look at Tennessee. Last week, they played Georgia. Uh, got up early in the game. And, and then you had that, like, gradual beatdown that, that Georgia wound up putting on Tennessee. I think the physicality of that game, I, I think the emotion that Tennessee poured into that game, uh, at least at the start, might cause them to start a little slow. So uh, I don't think South Alabama is going to go to New and win, but I think expecting, like, a 30-point win is probably a little too much. Uh, and, and then I like Penn State against Rutgers. Uh, This is a big recruiting deal in the Northeast, especially with Greg Sciano uh, being the head coach at Rutgers. Uh, As long as Penn State's defense has not tapped out on the season. uh, A couple of weeks ago, I liked Rutgers against Wisconsin, uh, even though in the back of my mind, I was like, I don't know how many points. Uh, Rutgers is going to be able to score against Wisconsin. Uh, And I think as long as Penn State's defense is motivated here to play, I think you're probably looking at around a a 14 to 17 point max for Rutgers. And I certainly think Penn State, uh, with Clifford throwing the ball, should be able to put up 30 or plus points on that board. All right. <clears throat> Pardon me. Perfect, Chris. Well you want done. some water? I, 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 had, I had to take a drink of myself.
0: I'll pass it on your way. I got some. I appreciate it. Yeah, send it through the, okay. th- th- send it through the screen. Perfect. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy the game tomorrow in Columbus, man. We appreciate it.
3: You guys have a great night.
0: You too. Chris Felica, the Bear from ESPN's College Game. You can follow him on Twitter at felica F-A-L-L-I-C-A. We'll wrap it up. Update everything. Beasts Sprout Action next.
3: Time action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN,
0: the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 mid season football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It is a limited time offer, though. Please do sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift for that special sports betting someone in your life, visa.com slash subscribe.
1: It is it is rather expensive for the Uzbekistani people, though. Right. It is 1,062,873 Uzbekistani som. Yeah, so yeah, but
0: think about the discount for them, the $20 discount.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's huge for them. Massive discount. So I have one quick question before we run through our uh, our plays here at the end. Bliss, there's an FCS game Y'all. this week between Campbell and Robert Morris. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the Monmouth Kennesaw State game.
2: Ooh, snap!
1: Uh, Campbell and Robert Killed Morris. Kelly, what is Robert Morris's mascot? Chrissy Andrews went to Robert
2: Morris. Um, the the Bobbies. Colonials. Colonials, right? It is the Colonials. Yeah. What is Campbell's playing? What is Campbell's
1: the mascot? mascot? <laughs> I no. have no idea. no idea. Not making the, the tigers. They are the fighting camels. The
2: fighting camels. What of the Fighting camels. The Campbell camels. John, did you say yep? You f- you fed me the winner on the first one, but you couldn't feed me the winner on the second one. Come on. The Campbell we fighting camels.
0: Campbell fighting camels.
2: Wait, wait,
1: wait. Campbell. Ca- Campbell. C A M P B E L L. And the fighting camels. They are the Campbell fighting camels. That's just confusing. That's terrible.
2: I don't agree with that I don't know at
1: where all. Campbell, Change your name. I don't know where Campbell is located. I don't know whatever. I can assure you, though, just like we made sure that you're, you're the <laughs> probably <kangaroos>. in Ohio. <laughs> there's there's
3: there's
2: not a lot
1: of camels wherever Ohio. You've got to watch
3: out for camels,
2: kangaroos. Everything. <laughs> got to be careful out there.
0: Big FCS game tomorrow between the Monmouth Hawks and the Kennesaw State Owls. You mean hawks? Go Monmouth. The Hawks. Let's go. Let's go Owen Wright. Let's go Monmouth.
2: I just saw a highlight of Frank Gore's kid, uh, who's a running back at Southern Miss, throw like a 45-yard touchdown pass on, on like right in the hands of the receiver. Jeez. On a dime. On a dime.
1: Uh, the, no, no official injury report because the game's on Monday night. So uh, just nothing to really say there. I will say that we are all on. Or I'm at least I'm on the Giants. Kelly, he are on the
2: Giants. We all are. We're all yeah, on, on the Giants. Oh, okay,
1: um, that's down a ten and a half. So moving in our in our direction here on we this would. one, um, we got the best number. Yeah, we know. We one of the things we do know is um, Antonio Brown's definitely not. Gonna, he's not going to be out there while they're. I mean, he's hurt anyway, and then they're still figuring out his whole situation with all this whole vaccination card stuff and everything with that. And and uh, you know, look this 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 bucks offense is just a it's just a different squad when he's out there and when he's not i mean they, they they are they are much more efficient whenever he's out there and it is just a and, and this defensive side of the ball for them has been certainly suspect over the last month of the season and and not really to any fault of their own they're just super beat up they got guys that are injured are going to be out either this for the season or for multiple weeks there's so many different things that are going on and uh so we're we're on the Giants, and I feel actually I feel pretty good about this. I mean, this is about the healthiest the Giants have been in since Week One. Kenny Galladay is not even on the injury report, and wow, I'm not even kidding you. That is unbelievable. I'm not even kidding you, and neither canary is Kadarius Tony. And so now Saqu- you've Saquon got,
0: trending in the right direction. Yeah, Saquon
1: looks like he's going to play as well. So there's there's you know I think there's enough I think there's enough firepower on this Giants team to keep this thing within double digits. And that's all we got. That's all we got to do. Got to yeah. keep it within eleven.
2: I thought I heard earlier like yesterday that even all their offensive linemen should be in which apparently that full group has not yeah. played a game together so it's like the whole offense.
1: Yeah, it is it's go a good. We're we're looking good on the on the injury report side of things. Like none of the offensive linemen are even on are even on the injury report at all.
0: Orlando Magic just had a chance to take the lead against Brooklyn. Minute 10 left. Brooklyn by 1. 108 to 107. And the Celtics just running out the Lakers up 15 now with under seven
1: minutes left. Can I get some Kevon Looney points there? You like, can. Can he just go suit up for them and like get me four more points? He is not there. He's not present. I'm going to lose. All right. What did you then finally, what's in the account, Matt, for the yeah. NFL? So um, I'll start early on in the week and then I'll, I'll work my way backwards here. So the stuff that's in the account that I don't really love right now is this, the these Saints teaser legs. I don't think they're dead, but I certainly don't like them near as much as I did. Uh, again, these were made when it looked like that uh, Alvin Kamara was going to be back in for them, and I was trying to to get it before it fell out of teaser range, and instead he uh, he goes the opposite direction after practicing on Wednesday, DNPs on Thursday, and then's out on Friday. So, look, I still have him up at 8. Is that reason – you know, it, can that happen still – Yes, but I did take a position at the Eagles on two, at minus two. So I could still win these teaser legs uh, while winning that bet, but I don't like it near as much anymore, so I I went ahead and kind of bought off of that. I do have the Cowboys and Chiefs over 55. Again, another one I made a little bit earlier in the week. The number did move in my favor. It's up to 56, 56 and a half at places. That being said, this Amari Cooper news is not great for an over for me. So don't love that one near as much as I did. Before I do have the Bengals minus one. I think they win this game. I think they can win this game pretty handily, actually, if uh, if the Raiders don't make any s- serious adjustments on the defensive side of the ball. I think that Joe Burrow and company can do pretty much exactly what the Chiefs did last week to this Raiders team. They have the personnel to be able to do it. Burrow's really, really good against uh, cover three defenses. And so I think that this is uh, a-, a good bet here. And again, maybe they come out and-, and completely shock me with a- with a completely new defense. If that's the case, then good on the Raiders. We just talked about the Giants have them plus 11. Washington at 3.5. That's just too many points. Like, Cam Newton's not worth a whole point in the NFL in 2021. And so that thing moved from 2, 2.5 all the way through the 3 to 3.5, and, and that's just too much of an adjustment for that. For a defense that I think is playing a little bit better as well for Washington. That took the Dolphins minus 3. Look, the Jets are my second, like I said, their they're power rate 31 for me, only ahead of the Texans. And now I get Joe Flacco, who hasn't been a real NFL quarterback in four years. So, I'll take the Dolphins minus (laughs) three. Poor Joe Flacco. Uh, Let's see how he does this weekend. All right, here are mine. Oh, first
0: one's a tennis uh, wager. Daniil Medvedev to win the ATP Finals. It's the semis tomorrow. Medvedev takes on Kasparud, who won for a lot of us this morning in an underdog fashion. But uh, Medvedev, I have him three different ways to win the ATP finals. He should be able to get by Rude in the morning. It's like 5 a.m. Pacific, 8 a.m. Eastern. He'll probably have to face Djokovic. Could be Zverev in the finals. Oh, okay. That's obviously what it comes down to on Sunday. I was like, how is this price so low? No, no, no. That's it's why. the Sundays, the, uh, is the is going to be where the rubber hits the road. And then uh, all the football plays, you will see that two of them are basically what I had on the Megapod, what we had tonight, Washington plus 3.5, Texans plus 10.5. My teaser is the Vikings and the Cowboys. I liked them all week. Those are in already. And then I did one wacky uh, four-teamer that I made a a six-and-a-half pointer because at the time the Vikings were at one. So I'm getting plus 235 on the Patriots, which is already in the bag, the Cowboys, the Vikings, and the 49ers. So there you go. That's what I got. Kelly?
2: All right, yeah, over to me. Uh, Let's see Couple straight sides for me. Washington plus three and a half, which we talked about. And then Giants on uh Monday night taking that plus eleven. With that, hopefully we see a lot of those offensive pieces back for the Giants this week and uh keep attacking that uh Buccaneers secondary. Chargers Ravens talked about about this one a little bit earlier in the show when that Bear, all the Bears injury news was coming out. I knew that Ravens number was about to jump big time. Um and the Chargers line was a little lower than two. So I ended up tying those two together into a money line parlay. Um, and then two totals for me this week, which is a little odd as well. Colts bills under 49 and a half. Uh, two pretty stout defenses. Not really sure. I think if the Colts, Colts path to victory would be keeping it on the ground and winding this game out, and if – uh, even if the Bills go on to win, I think that the I, mean, I think Colts are going to have trouble putting up a ton of points against this Bills defense regardless. So 49-and-a-half I thought was a little on the high side, um, even if the Bills kind of go out there and do their thing. So under there, and then Lions-Browns added during the show today mm-hmm. while we were kind of breaking down that game. I just think it's going to be offensive. I like
1: that one. That one might end up in the account for
2: me. Yeah, well. I mean, obviously we know what the Lions are going to be dealing with, dealing with, with Boyle getting in there instead of golf, and i much on that side of the ball, and then – I I, with Nick Chubb back. I think the Browns is just going to be turn around, hand the ball off to to uh, Nick Chubb or oh come on, Gil Gil or oh Nick Chubb or the Ernest Johnson (laughs) for Atlanta (laughs) Studios. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I think they'll be milking clock too. uh, Most of that game, so under 43. I like that. I think that number is uh, still a little too high. Um, And then all my teasers for the week. I do think the Bill's going to get home in that game. So I, I. I jumped on these uh, really at the openers pretty much. Bills, Ravens, um, and then Bills, Vikings. Vikings up to eight and a half, and then Seahawks up to eight and a half, Cowboys up to eight, Vikings up to eight, Cowboys up to eight and a half. A lot of teasers for me this week.
0: Sorry, man. If the week ended a minute earlier, I would have been perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Sadly, we went one minute too long. Uh, We've done all we could do. Thank you so much for listening, not only tonight, but all week long. We've had a blast. For Matt Brown, for Kelly Bidlin, for Sean McCollum in the corner, by the way. Let's give Sean his just. And everybody downstairs, Von Wrinkle and company, we appreciate it. Nightcap next with Tim Murray and Sean King. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.